welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. What the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, homeboy. We are back in the saddle. Back in the studio. Our favorite bunker. We are here. Ryan, how are you? Man, I am ready for this. We're going to do a very special episode with you guys. Uh, we've done a show with these guys before and we want to do it again because everybody loved it. Returning guest all the way from the north, please help me welcome Graham and Darren from The Grimerica Show. Boom. Boom. Dude, the kids are snapping. How you guys doing? Gentlemen. Hey, we are doing good. Okay. So okay. we've got, we've got the ultimate Sam Tripoli and Ryan Davis from the Tinfoil Hat. Podcast, one of our new favorite podcasts here. Oh, oh thank good. you. Thanks for, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank I you for having show, us, yeah. man. This is, uh, <clears throat> this is what we're. Uh, I'm super excited. I love when we bring the tribes together. We gotta do it more and more, you know. And uh, I love these things. The, the fans like it. Uh, I don't know. Right now, my uh, my fucking Apple thing is going nuts. But besides that, this is super exciting. All right, and I can tell Darren's been listening to your show because I can. He slips little tidbits into our other interviews, and I'm like, I wonder where he got that from. And then I, <laughs> and I'm listening to your show, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's where he heard it. Well, I appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that you guys listen to us. We listen to you guys, and it's just, I feel like the time is now for the tribes to come together. Uh, I think we're living in interesting times. You know, uh, I don't know how this affects Canada, but you know, this net neutrality thing's about to go through. Uh, that scares the shit out of me. Doesn't scare you, Aaron? You think it's okay? No, no, I was shaking my head in disapproval. Yeah, I mean, for me, man, this this shatters all the notion that that Trump is a maverick and he's there to fuck the system up and all that stuff. I mean, you're looking at the 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 scenario or the story is that. You know, Trump came in, played his own way. The Internet helped him get elected. Now he's going to go in and just completely take over the Internet and make it so that these corporations can uh, basically screw with the Internet. I mean, what you're looking at, what you're looking at is the ability for corporations to slow down our, our time, the little people like us, slow down our Internets and then make the other Internets faster. So if you want to hear any news, OK, wow, Fox News can upload like this. Right. But like. Our, our YouTube channels or whatever slow down and it takes forever for them to get up on the thing. So I noticed one of your well, guys' well, images well, I don't was think censored. YouTube will be a problem, right? I think as long as the host has the problem, the problem I see with it because I think there's another side to this. I think yeah, that, as long as you're uploading to YouTube, you're going to be okay because YouTube well, is that guy. Well, YouTube's the, the guy. I understand the what you're saying. 
there's going to be no more competition. Now you can't complete compete with YouTube. You can't compete with Netflix because they can upload tinfoil hat in 10 seconds and the new guy it's going to take 6 hours. Well, yeah, I agree. Well, that is it too. And then it's like if you're an alternative news source, let's say Infowars, whether you agree with them or not, if they're putting out information that the powers that be don't like, they're going to slow that website down. And what I find interesting is is that I see all these conservative guys on Twitter yelling about Google, Google and YouTube censoring their videos, censoring all their stuff, yet they're completely going, what's the problem with net neutrality? Fuck it, I'm not going to get angry. And it's just <laughs> like, it just goes back down to why I'm no longer joining groups. Hmm. I'm no longer joining groups. Yeah, but there's another, what's the other side, what's the other argument, Darren, that like Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak talk about with net neutrality? Because they're, they are, they're I, on the other side It's a double-edged right? sword Always on that is. one. I think you're fucked either way. I mean, okay, because, the, how is, because these people like Netflix and all that have to have the bandwidth to be able to provide that service to us, right? Right, right. So if you limit that, how do, how do people get that service? Like the, the service that we want in a free market type environment where they have, they need that power to supply everybody with what they want. Yeah, well, the, the way they're tricking it, the way they're selling it is they're going to say that now Netflix is going to eat and Netflix is going to eat most of that data. Is that how it works? So if you're watching fucking Netflix on your phone, you're only going to use a fraction of the data and Netflix is going to pick up the rest. I don't even know enough about net neutrality. See, yeah, that sounds weird to me. What I think is if you're a company like Time Warner or a company uh, that carries cable, you're going to slow down Netflix. So it moves way slower. So people are like, oh, man, I, why am I even watching this? I can't. It's so slow. It's chugging. It's uploading. It's taking forever. I'm just going to go back to TV, you know? Like, they, you are literally allowing the people that run the internet to kill off one of your favorite things and make you go back to watching television or their anything they might be involved with. I think a censorship goes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got here's the here. I'll, I'll read this quick. It's net neutrality is the principle that internet service providers and governments regulating most of the internet must treat all data on the internet the same and not discriminate or charge differently differently by user content, website platform, application, type of attached equipment, or method of communication. For instance, under these principles, internet service providers are unable to intentionally block, slow down, or charge money for specific websites or online content. Right? Hmm. I mean, that is basically like, hey, if you do something we don't enjoy, we'll slow down your 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 website. Now, the the the, the hope is, uh, just like they do in China, where they have VPNs. And they have and the fire sticks that they now have, which I don't necessarily agree with. In ter- I don't like the giving away of artistic content for free unless the artist wants that. But what basically a fire stick does is stops cable companies from charging you a gazillion dollars for cable. Hmm. You know, and you've seen that kind of what what music is. Music was why did why did people go to N- Napster? Because we were tired of buying Jay Z albums with. 17 songs on them, two of them are good, five of them are fucking voicemail messages, you know? So we yeah. like, we, we just got tired of it, so now we got to pick and choose, you know, what, 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 what songs we want. But cable's never given you that. They've never allowed you to pick the cable packages you want. They always made you buy 
all the cable in certain packages, okay? So Fire Six said, screw you, we're going to watch what we want. So I'm hoping that, you know, the internet will come up with a way to fight this if they do kill it off. I think censorship starts small. What? Even Netflix kind of started that, right? Netflix started the fucking, you can watch what you want when you want and you don't have to watch commercials. And they just dominate, I mean, like, and now they're dominating people. There's this whole thought, here's a conspiracy, that a lot of this uh, sexual harassment stuff's coming out is a war between Netflix and cable companies <laughs> on uh, to destroy uh, certain shows they have. If you look at yeah, some Yeah, not of even I- just Netflix. It's I think it's streaming in general, because they just took down Buddy from Amazon streaming, too, uh, Tambor. Yep, they took him from out. That- yeah. Really? What it- happened with him? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it turns out he was mashing his boner up against the trannies on site, on or on set. Huh. Hmm. And? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, you can't do that shit. Those days are gone, bro. Yeah. You'd be fucked. The you days of just rubbing your... <laughs> the days of just so rubbing I, your junk on cross-dressers are over. Your grandpa would be yeah. like, back in my day when a man dressed like a woman, we could just jack off in front of them. Not anymore. <laughs> Those days are gone. Hey, dude. Uh, right, right. What were you going to say earlier? I noticed you guys, It's censorship is small, and I noticed that uh, iTunes flagged one of your images, and you guys are known for having really good artwork that you put up with your uh, with your podcast. What was that you about? You caught that, eh? Yeah, a few well, people I, caught that's that. That's because oh. I put a note in an Instagram that they had done this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I double-checked even because I thought even it could have been a stone mistake on my behalf. <laughs> I mean, 250 episodes in, something's bound to give. But no, I re-uploaded the art with the proper MP3 file. I re-uploaded the proper MP3 with the image attached to it, and it's still. And I then I re-downloaded it, and the artwork is still not attached. Unless I, unless it's because I am using some sort of weird cookie or something. Maybe someone, if someone did see the art, let us know. But as far as I know, the art is fucking blocked okay, everywhere. What I think, my oh, go on, sorry. What I think happens is that once they flag you, they monitor you around that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yep. And what was the problem with that? Is it too hypersexual or what? What is It wrong? looks like they're naked, but they ha- do have tidy whities on. Yeah. Back in my day, you could draw a picture <laughs> with tidy whities and no one got angry. Um, so my concern is to see what happens on the next episode. To see, I'm, my concern is if we fucking lost our art privileges, which would be a horrible. Thing. And the problem is that that's no worse than all the fucking billboards everywhere with you know scantily oh, yeah. clad women on there. I mean, it's just so hypocritical. Oh, you guys are lucky. It's just women out here in L.A. We have a little area called West Hollywood, and uh, it is the gayest area in the uni- in the universe. Like you couldn't get gay if you were in a unicorn's asshole. That's how gay it is, right? And there's just straight up billboards where you have no clue what they're se- they're selling, but it's just like dudes with no, th- no clothes on, just bent over, yeah. no clothes yeah. on. And it's just, <laughs> but you know, you don't even notice anymore because you're so used to like just being in LA. You're just like, oh yeah, just another day. I'm fine with it as an adult, but I always just think of like, I have a little nephew. I'm like, it's going to be a hard one to explain like what's happening in the world. Yeah. I always expect yeah, to get totally. blowback on when I argued I argue that I don't know why kids are at gay pride parades and people get angry about that. I'm like, you're really, you're celebrating a sexual act. Do you guys have gay pride parades or is it too cold to wear a Oh yeah, no, we do, yeah. Yeah, we do. But I want to just address that iTunes thing again because Darren, wasn't it uh, somebody saying that one of our reviews, uh, the reviews aren't going through as well? Hmm. Nah, the reviews are fine. Are they? 
Okay, because I do worry that I think Sam's onto something. When you get flagged, I think that something something well, happens, or when you reach a certain whatever. We were bound to get fucking flagged eventually. Bro. Yeah, well, I was... I'll wear my flagging as a badge of honor. <laughs> I love that. You know, yeah, I, I agree with that. As long well, as they don't stop letting me in the states, that's my concern. Is that one day I'm going to go over to the border and they're going to be like, "Yeah, what's this fucking Grimerica, bro?" <laughs> I really think I got a couple thoughts on that. Uh, I was telling Ryan that I thought that our show had popped up on somebody's radar because okay. we were having problems on different apps with our episodes uploading. So, you know, somebody's like, hey, dude, I want Stitcher. The app isn't, the, 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 it isn't there. And then somebody brought up another app. They're like, oh, it's not there. And it's just like, I always felt like I was hoping it would be like, okay, we're, we're showing up on people's radar. You know, that's it, one thing. It seemed to follow the timeline when we released an episode about the Vegas shooting, too, which is... In, wow, it, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like yeah. just our random, like, t Trump has a time machine or something kooky. It was a little closer yeah. to Hot Topic button. <laughs> the Hot Topic. We had, we, we had some uh, guests on that, that they thought it was at the $50,000... Uh, $50,000. 50,000 view YouTube thing was when things get shut down. Like, as soon as you reach 50,000... Everything starts getting censored. They start really starts, following uh, you. That yeah. means when you, we yeah. hit ten thousand, that's when they started fucking artists. That one fucking music artist put ads in our. I used music, mm -hmm. so I figured out how important it was. Uh, and fucking as soon as Randall Carlson's episode got to ten thousand YouTube's views, that sing that artist came back and put ads in the video, and I can't take them out. Wow. I well, tried hold to take on. the ads out, and YouTube said they're not yours to take out. Wow. So let me ask you something. Even if you don't monetize it, like I haven't monetized our YouTube because I don't no, even want to. So, yeah, it. that's a, so. That's the thing is, I didn't monetize it, so I can't be. So he didn't sue me or anything, but he now has the ability to put ads into my content. Even if you haven't monetized your YouTube yes, he, video, yes, I've never because we've never monetized a single video. Oh, the only man. video we have that's monetized, the only fucking episode we have in the world that's costs money or is, has ads in it. Is that motherfucking Randall, the first Randall Carlson episode we did? Because you put somebody's music in. Because it. I used someone's music off SoundCloud. And just having fucking 100,000 people listen to it wasn't good enough. They want to try and make three bucks. Yeah. I wanted to also say something about what you're talking about, how you're, you're worried that you might not be able to get into the country. I think us in the conspiracy theory world don't realize how big this thing is. And that, you know, it's kind of what we talked about last time when we did a show together, guys, where where I said, like, there's like a thousand people to kill before they get to us. You know, if, if George Webb disappears, everybody, then my my radar starts. going. You know, when there's a there's certain people. Uh, what was the show last night we were talking about that we were watching the Colbert Report? Or what What's that guy? James Corbett. James Corbett. Corbett yeah. If that guy yeah. disappears, we'll start worrying. You know, there's like. You know, and that's the whole thing about letting you in and out of the country, too, is that the big problem with the surveillance that they're doing is they're, they're surveillancing everybody that how can they catch anybody unless you're when like you get, as soon as you start a podcast then you're fucked, Sam, you're fucked. <laughs> I'm you're not, fucked. I totally Where do you fucked. try and come back to Canada. They're going to be like, no, no. What's <laughs> this? Tin, where's your tinfoil hat, bro? <laughs> I agree with you, though, Sam. I do agree with you. Yeah, so do I. Unless, unless I'm you... half joking anyway because I have a treaty card, so they can't stop me. There What's a go. treaty card? It means I'm a status Indian. 
Oh, what? so you don't have borders. So part of the treaty is that natives have the free freedom. Free to, flow, yeah. yeah, freedom. Well, to pass. I mean, if uh. if Abby, what is her name? Abby, Abby Martin. If Abby Martin, Martin can still make it into Israel, we ha- we're all fine. You guys can come. To- <laughs> I mean, her good. reporting is amazing, but I'm like, when are they going to shut this town? She's literally the loudest critic of what's going on over there, and they've they've not allowed people in just because they had something that they thought maybe might be related to the war on terror, and they were banned from Israel for life. I don't know how Abby gets in and out of there still. Yeah, we have a planned episode coming up probably in the new year with, about uh, Zionism and the Jewish elite, and we're going to do it with Ari Shafir. So that way we're talking about a super serious thing with a super kooky lunatic. He most likely will be uh, naked and showing everybody his butthole. So that's where we're at. That's the best way to deal with super secret, super sensitive stuff is just... Have somebody who is of that group show their butthole on the show, and then everybody <laughs> forgives and forgets. I've been telling Sam we got to get you guys down here. Uh, I have a theory or an idea for in 2018 to get a conspiracy going, where we get all the guys together. We get you know, Greg, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. You guys, We'd be in for sure. Greg Carlwood, everyone that's around, maybe Marty Leeds, if uh, they haven't sent him to a FEMA camp by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would love to do that. We just one night where everybody comes down. And just like a weekend, Try wait till the shit's legal though. What? What? Oh yeah, cannabis for you guys. So you guys have the dispensaries open, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, we can get you. My weed. state's travel is usually <laughs> dependent on fucking which states are legalized. Zigzag uh. through the legal states. We'll introduce. We have a friend, uh, L.A. Speedweeds uh, owner. Yeah, and yeah, operator. I heard about that. Yeah. Gino is our close buddy, so you come down here, we'll get you. Hooked we'll up get with you him. in, dog. We'll hook you up. We'll like take it. care of it. You guys, yeah, dude. You guys been doing a lot I think of good we episodes. drive there in like 23 hours. <laughs> Shit. Let's do it. We'll get some of that Canada meth and just go. Just go. <laughs> Boom. Cannonball so run that I, shit. The first time we went to the Paradigm Symposium, we drove 23 hours straight to get there. <laughs> yeah. You guys go to those uh, uh, like UFO conventions or any of like the kind of fringe topic conventions? That's yeah, the I've only one to, yeah, I've, been I've been to. to a couple of them, yeah. I'd love to go to more. I'd fuck if I didn't have to work. I'd be going every weekend. I love it. Do you one ever get the we'll sense that like, uh, do you think uh, the deep states roaming around there? Do you see uh, some uh, Agent yeah. Smiths? Yeah, probably. Hmm. Yeah, we think we have a handler. Really? Yeah, we have. Oh, we have joke on, about it. No, not James. <laughs> oh, another. Remember the other guy? No, I don't remember. That was uh, Andrew something or other. He seems so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there might be there might be a couple out there. Yeah, yeah. they got they've got thousands of fucking people infiltrating everywhere. So, all the time, you know, dude. They're, they're at all these places. All yeah. the time. Was that Mockingbird yeah. Operation Mockingbird? Yeah, in the media. Yeah, yeah. Where they just like yeah, half those people got blue checks in their name are just all on the fucking CIA tip, dude. You know, we did it when we did our first tinfoil hat comedy show. Uh, I was approached by people who worked for, who used to work for Disney, and they were animators, they told me, and they wanted to do something for me to do a voiceover, and they wanted to give me their email, and their email was ilovepizza.com, which I'm like, how much of a conspiracy theorist when you're openly using the word pizza? I mean, like, that's a super buzzword in our world, right? I love yeah, pizza, and I mean... It's crazy. That's why I think they were somebody else and then what they were saying. I've been trying to talk Sam into putting on a suit and we go walk right down on Wilshire Boulevard to the Federal Bureau of Investigations building down here in West L.A. and just see if we can talk to someone and just let them know. Nice. Like a, like a real suit? Like a yeah. suit and tie? Like? Yeah. 
That's what? a good idea. Dress like a spook and go in. Yeah, just no, just walk in and tell them like, hey, we we do a conspiracy podcast. What's uh, anyone want to talk to us about? You know, the FBI. Yeah, go just for walk it. in with your mic and be like, who runs this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, that's why not. Why not? And after that, go why don't we go? After that, we'll go and we'll punch a wasp's nest. Enjoy getting fucking stung a thousand times. Yeah, why not? Let's just go. fuck with everybody. Well, no, no. Just send Ryan in first. Yeah, Ryan, send go him take in with like a camera on him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys got good chemistry, man. You guys really have a good thing going. I mean, it's it's very similar to us in a way. One guy does all the work and all the research, and the other guy just tries to be funny. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good gig. It's a good gig when you're the just show up guy. I like Darren's uh, big Lebowski coat he's got on there. He really is the dude, huh? <laughs> For the record, I do all of the technical work as well. <laughs> I'm just joking. I have to throw that in there. Something wrong with that, dude? Uh, so, so I try and be funny, and I do what Aaron does. Yeah. I love it. Aaron's the key to our program. He's like the man. He's like the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah. Aaron is, you know, he keeps us. Uh, you know, if Aaron wasn't here, we'd just be talking about bisexual lizard people on a flat disc in space. You know, that's all we'd be talking about. But thank God. Aaron's no, I did want to mention it. Aaron, though, because he's he is there and you'll hear him pipe up every once in a while. And he's in the at the end of your show. He pipes in with a bit of a skeptical uh, attitude there. And I want to know if Aaron's since he's been doing this with you guys, if his worldview has shifted or That's anything's gr- changed for him great question aaron have we opened your mind at all to anything a little bit just a tiny bit of doubt and some <laughs> some shit a it's tiny bit like is going like this like a little bit yeah sure yeah. a tiny so, a tiny, a bit. tiny bit a tiny bit not the more extreme stuff but certainly like, like what is the stuff where you're like okay you guys are crazy i mean yeah i mean anything Eddie bravo me. said anything bravo said <laughs> yeah, yeah dinosaurs didn't exist and Okay, yeah. Bravo says powers. some good shit on 9-11, though. Here's the thing about con- conspiracies. We were at the comedy store doing one of our Patreons, and uh, uh, Moshe Kasher, who's a, a friend, he's married to Natasha Liguero, both funny comedians, nothing but love for each of them. He walks up to us, hey, he starts talking to us. He goes, he goes, Sam, I know you're into conspiracies. He goes, what percent of conspiracies do you think you believe? He goes, like, five? I go, and I... I go, the problem is, is that you think all conspiracies are together. When, there, exactly. in my opinion, there's levels to this shit. And exactly. you can't talk to anybody about any conspiracy. You know? Yeah. It's like, you got to do foreplay before you get to the really crazy... We, and I totally. Was ta- I was talking to my friend John, uh, Michael, excuse me, who was, uh, who was uh, on our Patreon podcast. He does his own conspiracy podcast. It's like, there's, there's White Belt. Green belt, blue belt, brown belt, black belt, triple black belt shit. That you can't just talk to anybody at all times. You have to know what level they're on before you start getting into the shit. Not only that, but it takes you or me even sometimes years to wake up to certain ones, right? Mm -hmm. Like I started getting into weather modification. That was one of the ones that sort of flipped me over where I knew sort of it was happening, but... I didn't really realize until I started looking into it how deep it goes and how many decades they've been doing weather modification for, and then you get into all the other stuff that goes with it. But it took it took a long time. It was years for me to to get up to that place where now it's one of the most annoying things for me that they're fucking with our weather, you know, yeah. and they're blaming it on us as citizens and the whole global warming thing and the weather modification. Yes, but that I totally long agree. Journey. With that. I still find it slips out sometimes. Like I was just out for lunch with a sales rep the other day. 
trying to sell me something and it's just like by the end of the lunch i'm just going off about vaccines <laughs> it's just like fucking you know like it just sort of you know what it in. is i think it started by talking about the flu and then next thing nobody's hair is just blowing back and he's like this guy's fucking i'm great. with you too man it's you know what it is i'm i force myself to look at it like no d- discovering and learning about conspiracy theories is like learning martial arts you can't just drop some martial arts on somebody out of nowhere. You know, it's like there's levels of this shit, okay? And what you said about learning about it and studying it is the biggest issue with conspiracy theories right now. Because you are literally argue every argument on conspiracy theories between a believer and not believer is basically, I did research versus emotional response. Yeah. And they go, well, I had this guy, Josh Wolfen, who's a very good friend of mine, and he's a wonderful person. Wolfen. Jo- Josh Wolf, he was in, he was just stopping through the oh, studio. Oh, Wolf in. Okay. <laughs> Josh Wolf. And he was like, he was like, well, you know, any conspiracy you bring up, any point, I can find a counter to that. I go, if you actually did some research, you'd realize you couldn't. Yeah. What you're going to do is just drop some Snopes or Snoops or whatever that dog shit website is on me. And I'm going to tell you that that guy owns 50 cats, fucking married an escort, and is full of shit. Okay. Yeah. The Snopes guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking piece of work, eh? I mean, like, how do you go and believe anything he says when all this Clinton stuff came out that conspiracy theorists said was true that you told us we were crazy about, and you just dropped us yep. some Snopes Snoops yep. shit, and now he's totally wrong. So yep. it's like one after another. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that they did a poll recently that American citizens, fifty percent of the population, believes in a conspiracy theory of some sort, and the most common one for us. I guess where it's all started really in modern times is JFK and that is the white belt level. And then from there, it just kind of pitter patters off to where you get people want to emotionally immediately be like, so are you a Sandy hook denier? They're like, man, why are you bringing up kids? We're talking about like the deep state and we're, we're, we're trying to get to like a realness, you know, we've gone through that with, uh, I don't know if we talked about that last time, but we had a Satanist on and for some reason, he didn't remember the name of the podcast. So we're like, hey, welcome to Tinfoil Hat. He's like, what's the name of the podcast? We go, Tinfoil Hat. He's like, are you guys one of those, are you guys conspiracy theorists? We're like, yeah. He goes, what are you guys, one of those Sandy Hookers? I'm like, is the Satanist calling us crazy people? He's a good guy. <laughs> Lucian Greaves is a real good dude. He it's is, a, and he apologized for that, and then we got on to the interview. But Yeah, he's the founder of the Satanic Temple, which is different from the Church of Satan, Anton LaVey. Yeah, so. yeah. Ironically, yeah. I, I got to check this here now. I, I retweeted the Church of Satan today. Oh, what are you doing? I like, retweet all of them. That, after we did that one podcast? Oh, my God. Where is it? Uh Oh, here it is. In Satanism, sexual activity is only advocated between consenting adults. Yeah. In Christianity, well, some 14-year-olds look 20. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, let me ask Jesus, you something. Darren. It was because some pastor came out That's and true. made a quote. Are so you, I, are I you... laughed. I had to retweet it. I didn't endorse it. I, I retweeted it. Now, are you anti-Satanism? No, nah, probably not. No, I'm I'm agnostic about the whole thing, but we did have a, we did have a really interesting show with a with a pastor on who basically Battle was in Satanist. like spiritual warfare. Like it's with a Anton, fucking crazy yeah, story. And you know, I do I've read a little bit about exorcisms, and I kind of think there's something going on there. So I don't the good versus evil thing. I I don't know what to think of it, man. It's uh, yeah. Sometimes I think it's just all subjective, and and sometimes I. 
I think there is uh, like spiritual warfare going on. Have you guys personally have any uh, paranormal experiences? Have you ever come across anything weird? Bump in the night, out camping? I've seen a UFO. Shit. I see. Yeah, I've had UFO, it was really just UFO like setting. A, and, oh, like a, what do they call them? Fast trackers? Fast or walker or something, yeah. yeah. I had a pretty intense sighting and uh, a ghost experience when I was younger and Kundalini awakening and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, that's that's about the extent of it, really. A, little, a lot of synchros and precognition yeah. little things and things yeah. like that. I uh, saw, I mean, I never saw, saw it. I mean, I was at the comedy store. I've had two instances where there was like, what was that? Uh, one of them was uh, I was in the green room, the main room, and uh, the main room's like the biggest, prestigious. It's probably the second biggest, the second most prestigious room in L.A. in terms of comedy. The first one is obviously the OR, the original room. That is the dojo. And then the prestige-wise, it's the, it's the main room, and it has a giant green room because it used to be, uh, you know, a, a, a burlesque club for the mob mm-hmm. and uh the rumor is a lot of people have been killed at the comedy store back when it was Ciro's. and so i was in the back green room and like it's a they have a, a room where obviously everybody used to do cocaine and then they have a dressing room on the side and there's a shower in there and i'm just hanging out get my set to go and the fucking shower uh nozzles just start turning dude and water starts going down hmm. <laughs> i'm like what the f- i mean ghosts take baths is that what's going on here dog <laughs> And then the other one was I saw something, a spirit move in the lobby of the main room. It was all dark, but there was a sliver of light. And I don't know where the sliver of light came from because there was no light source there. It was literally pitch black with a sliver of light. And I look, I go, where's that light come from? I look at the light and there's just something just passes right in front of it. And I have no clue how that happened. It, I literally don't know how that light source got there. It couldn't come from the street. And then, boom, something passes right in front of it. Wow. Wow. I, I sometimes have some weird like experiences that I like, I have some I'm not going to get into them too much here but I have <laughs> some experiences in my past that that I never really thought of at the time but now kind of haunt me of like how fucking sketchy they were of what I was up to you know whether it's like climbing up some sketchy shit at work and fucking I, I was wondering the other day if that's got because I was the other day I caught myself thinking about like fucking what the fuck was i thinking and it's been like seven years you know i shouldn't give a fuck anymore eight years but i wonder if it's like i died there in one of you know in one in of my in, in one of my timelines oh, i never thought there. about that that is so interesting maybe that's what deja vu is when you're sitting at a stop sign and really like in another dimension you got t-boned by like a yeah. rig and that's where you have i it. never thought that is so interesting i know you guys do a lot of synchros uh I didn't mention it on our last podcast. Our last podcast we did. Oh, wait. A, do you have a synchro? N- uh, I hope not. It, it's a, oh, since I've n- now been sober for a while, I've had been dreaming. <laughs> been dreaming oh, yeah, like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah. And like, I didn't, what it's like, the, the Blades of Glory, Will Ferrell. He's like, dreams? I haven't had one of those in years. You know, like, <laughs> that was me, you know, like cannabis and drugs, like, kept like dreams at bay. But I have these insanely like vivid dreams, and I've been dreaming this reoccurring dream for past almost like two weeks. How now. big is my dick in this dream? And it's a uh, I like can distinctly see like a ginormous earthquake hitting, and like L.A. just being like devastated. And wow. uh, me, man, what is it? Dutch Sense has been predicting that for quite some time now, and we haven't had one in a while. Chesney? No, what the fuck? It's so Why, real is that it Duchesne? 
I thought it was Dutch sense. When I wake up in the middle of the night. No. No. He's like this fucking earthquake predicting guy on Twitter. I've been trying to get him on. Creepy. He says the big ones come to L.A.? Yeah, he like watches it and predicts it. He's like a disaster predictor. Does he have a Twitter? Can I get an Amber Alert from this motherfucker that something's about to happen? <laughs> yeah, there's an app too. What's that fucking? Yeah, app let me I know got? what it is, dude. I'll download. I've got it. an app too, so if my app goes off, I'll fucking text you. Or you could just tell me what the app is, so I could use it. <laughs> I mean, like, I live here. I would like to know. So Ryan, what happens? You wake up in the middle of the night and what? I, I wake up and I go check the news to make sure because I'm a little bit outside L.A. and I go and check the news to see if anything's like it feels like yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. it happen. Uh, I don't want it to happen, but it's been way too long since we've had one. And we sit on the San Andreas fault line. I don't know. I don't know if it's maybe like I'm seeing Harp finally coming online and they're going to go using some deep ground penetrating type weapon. But it is crazy, man. Is crazy. It's called the Disaster Prediction app. Okay, there you go. That. I mean, how, what great marketing. Creative. What should we call it? Uh, let's call it what it is. And that's it's great. It's like three bucks or something. Uh, it's $3 well spent. That's what we do in Canada here, too. We call something like the Northern Territories. And the Twitter guy is Dutch since. Hell yeah. Half the Pacific plate has moved in less than 48 hours. Get the word out to anyone who lives around the Pacific. Earthquakes are spreading across the Pacific. This was posted five days ago. So, you, so this is me getting the word out to you guys. Hold on, when did they say it's happening? He just said that fucking shit is going down. Oh. This is from... <laughs> is, that the, is, that really the, is that the technical term he just used? Uh, hey dude, it's a red from... alert, that means shit is going down. <laughs> Here's his tweet from two days ago. Half the Pacific plate has last eight hours. Word out to anyone you know who lives around the Pacific. Earthquakes are spreading across the Pacific and planet. Visible proof here. And then that's a link to his website, which has a lot going on. It's his, his website is really visually appealing, so I put some credit in it. Uh, oh, my God. Well, so, first... yeah, Ryan, we have a lot of listeners emailing in precognitive dreams. And, I mean, this is the type of thing that, that somebody like Aaron might be able to get. And there's a lot of research now on precog, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of studies that are showing how, how real it is. Yeah, so and these dreams are crazy that people like have, that. man. And they get the insanely predictive. seems to be a thing. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a spot that's going to open up, uh, you know, with all this consciousness research as well. What do you guys, not to just jump around topics, what do you think about those Santa Rosa fires? That was the Northern California fires that all broke out. Do you guys hear anything about directed to energy me. weapons being used the whole concept yeah, of that's fires what I've been, deliberate i've been hearing of yeah smart meters and directed energy weapons and yeah, yeah i didn't think much of it but then i seen some pretty crazy pictures yeah well we had but, a uh we did we talk about this on any of our podcasts we we had a guy come to the show at uh the la jolla comedy show the second tinfoil hat comedy night and I asked him where he's from. He said Santa Rosa. So we asked him, and he's like, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. And we're like, okay, that's that's really weird. Your city just burnt down, and you don't know nothing? Interesting. So we did the show, and we're about to release the video on our uh, – there's a great video of Eddie Bravo fighting with two drunk scientists over flat earth. It is fucking gold. <laughs> it is so fucking gold. Nobody – it's just like cats just fucking throwing barrels of yarn at each other. Just, just nobody's paying attention. But – after the show, 
this guy comes up to me and goes, hey, man, I'm from Santa Rosa. And I, the reason I didn't say anything is because I saw some crazy shit. He goes, my friend and another f- guy that we don't even know were Snapchatting the whole thing. And, and they Snapchatted guys restarting fires. Uh, like like how just like guys actually out there in just re- random guys just restarting fires yes fuck now there is sometimes because i used to fight fire in the bush there's sometimes that you a back start a fire to that stop sounds like a, a new sex move. travel oh that's yeah no that's so the, and this wasn't what darren was saying a like controlled burn the controlled so you, burn you basically just, you burn up the fuel so, so the fire hits there it it's not continue. going anywhere yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting Interesting. He didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that thing, so I couldn't ask him. They're thinking yeah. that the reason that a lot of the because the fires all broke out around like one a.m. and firemen that saw it that were witnessing it like the winds whipped up out of nowhere. So those first like real high power winds, and then almost like simultaneously sixty fires like broke out. And, like, like simultaneously, I have a friend of mine who listens to the show. And then the power went out in a big areas before they even like hit any like type of power like grids. And people were stuck in hotels and they couldn't get out of their like automatic lock and they had to jump out like second story windows. So yeah. eh, fuck, dude, you tell me it's uh, the idea that we're trying to clear off a path of area. So now we can use that for future. I don't know. There's also a lot of stuff about, you know, it's like big, big pharmaceuticals and wanting to take over land for, you know, like a farming. So they, you know, if, if they can control the weather. You know, why do we have any droughts in certain areas? California, drought for like five years. We had it for a long time. Guys couldn't grow crops. They end up selling their land. You know, there's all that crazy stuff, which when it comes to money and power, I completely agree. I, I think that it's possible. Yeah. Well, there's what there's companies Especially out in there. places like California where it's like land is hard to come by. Like oh, in yeah. Canada, we take land for granted. Well, there's companies out there doing that. They're controlling weather. They, you know, weathermodification.inc or whatever. There's a couple of them, and they just go out there and they cloud seed and they fuck up with, you know, they increase storms or they create droughts or yeah. you know, increase rainfall. It's crazy, man. And they're going and they're doing this in like all kinds of states. There's like 50 programs going on right now. So how is that affecting California's weather? How is that affecting? As if they know, as if they're scientific. That's what bugs me the most. I think is that. This is a conspiracy that affects us. It affects our. It could affect our health. It could affect our weather, as if they know how that's going to affect the the global weather systems. That's pretty. I'm sure that's pretty hard to scientifically predict. You know, that's so. The flat Earth is one thing because who could? What people have been saying lately about the flat Earth, like, I don't care because it doesn't affect me. Whether the Earth is flat or the Earth is round, who cares in my daily life? But there's a lot of these things that we talk about, like the weather modification or 9/11 or these ones that are just too hard to ignore. They do affect us. I couldn't agree more. That was a big discussion with Josh Wolf. He's like, at the end of the day, what can we do? I mean, we can't do anything. I go, dude, we are we are part of tyranny right now. We are going into seven countries. We are causing famine, mass migrations. We are affecting millions of people's lives because you just, well, what can you do? Well, you can do. You can pay attention. You can do a little research, man. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not painting Josh Wolf as a bad guy. That's not what, that's that's just the argument yeah, yeah. of me flaring up on him, you know. But at the end of the day, he's a nice guy. He didn't mean it like that. But that's no, a big problem. No, it's just an example, yeah. Of, uh, yeah. We, ha- we have a problem with that, with this lack of uh, uh, knowledge and ability to follow what's really going on and not seeing it. Like, 
And, and especially when I hear conspiracy theorists talk about Islamic jihadists, I, I completely, you, you get off my list of credible conspiracy theorists. Because anybody that knows anything does, just has to do a little research and they'll find out we fund terrorism. That the American government fully funds terrorism. And if they don't fund it, their allies, Saudi Arabia and Israel, are right in with that. Those are big things. The deep state. Now, I, I shouldn't say that country. There's a dude at, in Saudi Arabia trying to figure out how he's going to get a fucking dinner tonight. So he doesn't have anything to do with it. It's it's this group mentality. But the deep states of all these countries are working together to fucking fund terrorism. So we beg them to save us. And it's just like yep. you got to pay attention. What do you guys have? You guys been paying attention to the Saudi purge by chance? You've been. Seeing yeah. Dar yeah. Darren. Darren uh, has been. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely interesting. I mean, there's all sorts of different rabbit holes there to the Saudi assassins in Vegas. Have you gone into any of that? Yes, dude. Yes. Fucking, I mean, if nothing else, it's fun. Well, for but me, there's definitely man. something there. I mean, a whack of fucking people got arrested, and if nothing else, it seems like, you know, Trump had something to do with it. And well, and the Clinton Foundation is getting being affected by it yeah, as well. Like, it there, it seems, seems to like, me like something's going on in the background that could finally come, come to fruition here. Well, the numbers originally of the arrest through the mainstream media was 11 people, and as I've done studies, I've seen that number get up to 500 people. You know that yeah. you never hear about, and that there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's right. You know, there was eleven or the or there was like eleven princes. Yeah, but more like, like more official. other motherfuckers. Yeah. Like yeah, like major players, man. Like arresting of people that you can't buy or sell because they have so much money. Money doesn't mean anything to them, you know. And then like okay, the shooter was in the Four Seasons of that hotel, which is the top five floors which is where also they say this assassin team was. There's a video of you seeing people on this trailer moving in the shadows. Yeah, it's too much. It's like there's so many coincidences. You know, the, the one guy who's now dead slowly walking through the Tropicana. Like, I mean, walking like Sanford and Son kind of boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Like Ooh, he's which fucking guy, which guy, the Vince guy? What? Which guy, the paddock guy? No, 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 the Saudi prince walking through. Oh, yeah, through. with all the fucking, with the, with all the uh, SWAT darts. team around him protect him? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, dude, he's acting like he's Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. So, I mean, like, something bigger went on. A lot of people now believe that was a cover for an assassination attempt of uh. one of the guys who directly runs how the world goes. I mean, like a giant player in the world scene, that guy walking through there. And isn't like, whenever you hear the word Saudi, it's like it's never really said in a positive manner. Is, well, weren't the Saudis the ones they've tried to like pin 9-11 on? A pin? How do you pin something on someone that they did? You know, so <laughs> it's They weird. did it. They were part of it. I find it yeah, strange. Pin, pin would mean that they didn't. Have they didn't do it. And you tried to. Pin yeah, it yeah. Pin is when you like Stephen Avery and making of murder. They they. Or pin when you that get up. busted, it's when you get busted too, isn't it? 
They pinned it on me. Or no, they, no, or it's no. a bigger thing, but you could only get that one guy that was part of it, so you pinned yeah, it on him. Yeah. But exactly, exactly. You know, which is that that in that context, yeah, Ryan could be onto something there because I'm sure there's multi levels to that whole thing. I mean, you know, the Saudis might have only been involved in the level of uh, crashing the planes in the tower, not destroying the two towers. Like, you know, like um, Joseph Farrell talks about that the different levels of these conspiracies, and that's what really makes sense to me is that. You know, not everybody. Yeah, there's different levels to a conspiracy too. How many people were involved, and all that stuff is definitely a part of it. I do think they were high up in that. Seeing that 19 of the hijackers were from, basically Saudi Arabia. Hey, since so, since we're all in the same kind of tribe, I'm just wondering, do you guys like have like a bug out plan or a bug out bag or? Do you guys have like? Jeez, you say the Wi-Fi goes down tomorrow. What's what do you do? What's number one? I come over. I, I I go. Come here. Yeah. This That's is. Am I your first stop? <laughs> am I your first stop? Uh, probably. I don't know. No. I. You know what? I've been thinking about that. Actually, I've been just thinking about getting a bug bag. I don't have one. I can I hold out here for like a while. November fourth, I got a bug ban. On November third. I went to the store and I just started buying stuff and I had no clue what to buy. So I brought ham, Wonder Bread, uh, peanut butter and jelly, and what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's what a bug out bag is. I thought that was like in case like the shit goes. Yeah, down. Yeah, it was like so, I I'm so, completely unprepared. I'm completely unprepared. As long as I have my weed, my family, we're good to go. We get like. How are you guys Canada. getting out of town, though? It's, it's you... Canada. No, it's not tough to get out of town. Yeah. Like out of town is like five. Is like literally... well, for him, it's like a twenty seconds away. Yeah, but I can, for me, I I'm stuck in the, the city, so I can see the inter. What, what, what would you would call the interstate from my house? It's like literally five hundred feet away. But the question is, how many people are going to be on that interstate? That's our problem. Dude, I live right I, next to a major okay. highway. Yeah, like you've got a wave. There's there's more people in California than there is in all of Canada. Yeah, and yeah. most of those most of those people are like on the other side of Canada from where we are. So the BC people are going to stay put. I'm okay where I am for a while because I, I'm right beside a lake that's got water. I got my Berkey filter, <laughs> and there's there's fish and shit in there. Yeah, I gotta start putting uh, together. I gotta I got, start doing it. No, I just buy. I'm just gonna go to Infowars and buy one of those fucking kits. Yeah, and I'm not gonna, gonna mess around shopping and all that stuff. I'm just gonna go buy the fifty dollar kit that lasts me like thirty days or something. Like that's all I need, just enough to. Why don't you double down for getting... sixty days? Because it might be. I think <laughs> no. the apocalypse might go more than thirty days. How long is <laughs> well, the yeah, apocalypse gonna guns. be, dog? <laughs> I'm just waiting to buy my guns because I got my. I did my course and got my license and everything. So I'm just waiting for my approval, and then I'll have a couple of shot, uh, a couple of rifles. Yeah, I gotta get guns. So that'll help out. But the way I think about it. I do think if I could have four jerry cans full of gas sitting in my garage or, or so, then a couple I could... guns and your weed and some water, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I've always got my, I've got my water. So my Berkey can, I can drink fucking pond water if I run it through there. And I've got my truck. I can, as long as I can figure out a way to. Yeah, but I'm you run out got... gas. Well, if you run That's out why gas. I got the four jerry cans. That's why I'm Cause thinking. Usually, usually I keep my truck pretty full. I try not to get it less than half. And I can get like fucking 1,200 kilometers out of a tank. So if I have four jerry cans, I could get to my hometown. And my hometown is like in the Canadian Shield where fucking there's tons of fucking fish, deer, moose. Because, I mean, you could survive in Alberta, but it depends. You know, the first bit's going to be sketchy because everyone's going to be killing everything to eat it. Yep. 
So, so like, if you could have, like, two months or three months worth of canned food and just wait it out till those people starve and kill each other? Yeah, but... I'd probably just fucking hit the road. Because, I mean, seriously, if you get to... You could just go to find an acreage someplace that's abandoned. I think I would just... I would get together with the community and help people. You would just be raped and spit out. No, it's not... People aren't going to get like that. People are going to... The best of people will come out. The best... And people will come out in that situation. Until you run into my and fucking James's street gang that's slowly <laughs> taking over now, the city. And now, who is James? Is this your fire. sex slave that oh. you guys let out of the cage to come hang out in the podcast? Say, hi, say down hi, here? James. Yeah, he... He's our handler. Yeah. Is that what you call the gimp up there, the handler? Yeah. <laughs> he's showing up late as usual, but brought gifts. That's fine. And he's eating, what, beef stew? My bug out bag is uh, three items. It's uh, the Tibetan Book of the Dead which I'll start reading. Then I'm going to put on an adult diaper, and then I just have one bullet and a one gun, and that way I don't leave a mess for someone behind to come oh, clean up. Nice. nice. So, so your uh, exit plan is the exit. Yeah. And see you in the next so one. I, I just got a text from someone listening live, and he says, I plan on murdering anyone that stands in my way and taking anything I need. <laughs> so that's what you're up against. Well, I, I you know, I think, I think you got to... Have you guys ever been to a, a traffic light that goes out? Have you ever been there when the light goes yeah. out? I mean, yeah. welcome back to caveman land. Everyone's there. No, that's fine <laughs> in Canada. We just, we, we, just, we just say sorry to each other. And we take turns. And, it yeah, turns we just wave each other. Stop. Everybody, all four people are waving at once. No, you go. No, you go. Oh, oh. not out here, dude. It is like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm the alpha. Fuck you. You know? It gets fucking weird fast. We had a friend that was just cut off in traffic, and then they threw a cupcake on their windshield. Yeah. Which is not something you nice. expect to be thrown at you. I mean, there's worse. Honestly, though, I mean, I do plan on getting my my goal is to get to my truck to a diesel truck eventually, because then I can run that shit on like shit I make myself or old grease and oil, and you know, you can definitely run it on your homemade ethanol. Like my understanding is, as long as you get a fucking heated line from your, if you can rig up some sort of line to heat the fucking homemade fuel between your. Um, Tank in your whatever injectors, so that whatever that's the hard part warmed. right there. I mean, like that that is like no, yeah, yeah. but it's like a fifty dollar part that you you'd, you'd buy that ahead of time. You'd have that in your garage. So yeah. like, oh fuck, I got to put on the whatever okay. the heater upper, the flux capacitor the, 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 the heater upper, heater upper yeah. Uh, hey, so Darren, you're a breeder, right? You've uh, you've brought another soul into this universe, correct? Couple, yeah. All right. Uh, have you heard anything about Elsa Gate? This popped up on your guys' radar. No, no you guys. Te- uh, Sam texted that as a thing, and Graham and I were both baffled. Oh man, <laughs> baffled! So guys... When I was gonna search it, I was gonna search it, and I was like, "No, nah, wait." So, Elsa. I Gate. thought it was a Lisa Gate or something, or yeah. is it Elsa? So Elsa oh, is it? the character from Frozen, that little like uh, children oh, of the corn-looking blonde. Let it go, let it go. It's a. How would you describe it, Sam? Because you were the first one to. to how would I describe what Elsa Gate? Well, basically, I mean, and that, okay. So basically it is this, people have slowly come to discover that there are video channels that are quote unquote dedicated to children that are completely inappropriate, highly violent, highly sexualized, geared towards children. And there's a lot of theories behind it. And one of it is uh, it's meant to teach children learned helplessness. Uh, It's meant to promote sexual behavior in children uh and it's a whole bunch of crazy stuff that just it blows your mind that these videos after us talking about 
your guys's web your guys artwork being taken down for whatever yeah. copyrighted stuff that this stuff is Not still copyright no no he's saying and whatever oh, copyright oh, okay. stuff yeah yeah copyright inappropriate all this stuff yeah, yeah, that has led yeah. to you guys being that i mean spider-man and elsa are copyrighted uh properties and the fact that these videos which have billions of views when you total them all up are allowed to go without being flagged, demonetized, any of that stuff. It is crazy, and it's all Spider-Man and Elsa, and they're doing all these crazy sexual things, and people are starting really? to flip out. Yeah, they're they're, so, they're really creepy. So is this? Is okay, this no, like no, the, send like, that to me so I can um, put it up on the YouTube. I'm I'm, um, I'm I'm thinking that it's one of these desensitization things. You know, there's all this focus on. You know, pedophilia and the Pizzagate thing and all that. And I mean, we know, we all know, we've been talking about this stuff openly for a little while that it's, you know, people in the UK were taken down. There's all these powerful people that have been charged. They are doing this. It is a thing. And yet, uh, all this stuff is going on almost like to desensitize it, you know, to make it seem like this is becoming a new thing where the age limit's going to drop and this is going to be, it's, it's pretty creepy to me. Yeah, it is really creepy. You know, a lot of people, uh, don't agree with me. I, I think Nick Kroll is one of my favorite comics to watch perform. I think he is a, use a baseball term, a five tool comedian. He's good at everything. There's nothing he's not good at comedically. Um, but that new show that everybody loves is kids being sexual. And it's like, we really let it go because it's like animation or it's Nick Kroll or it's fucking Netflix and everyone's like, dude, it's just... But dude, this is like part of that whole thing, this sexualizing of children. you know. And yeah. it's, you know, what we're seeing right now in the States right now is the politicizing of pedophilia. Meaning when your group gets charged with it or accused of it, you deny it as conspiracy. But when the other side gets accused of it, you buy it hook, line, and sinker and are outraged that nobody else is buying into it. And it, it's, it's shockingly uh, disturbing to watch, to be honest with oh, you. It's, well, even on the other, the other side of it is the just the sexual harassment part of it with all these celebrities that are, that have been, you know, bitching at Trump for saying that he grabbed, you know, that women grab like, the pussy. Yeah. Unbelievable. She grabbed. Yeah. It's like the worst. And these people are, you know, complete hypocrites. Oh, we see that a lot. And that's why I always say that, you know, the real fight is, you know, and they're very much the same is like the elitist of the left versus the neocons of the right. And they, and as much as they fucking act like they don't get along, at the end of the day, they all come around. They're touching dicks, Chinese handcuff style. You know, uh, they're just tip, 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 tipping together. And it's they both serve the same masters. You know, the people who are telling the politicians to do something, the same people who are telling these uh, very famous artists what to do. And it's all they all work together. Just it a, seems different this time, though. It seems it seems worse. It seems more like the there really is. Uh, you know, a resistance to Trump because he's an outsider. It's almost like, you know, he's fooling all of them as well, you know, that, but, you know, in the past they would have, uh, I don't, I can't articulate what I was just hearing, hearing on this. I haven't really been paying attention to the mainstream lately. I've kind of given it a break and it, it hasn't really helped, but I think you guys know what I'm saying is I've that people texting me that said their kids are no longer allowed to watch those videos. Really? Yeah. I'm lucky my kids aren't there yet. They don't get, they're like not, YouTube and stuff. They and, just, and why is YouTube taking them down? I've watched them a thousand fucking times. 
Why isn't YouTube taking down? Why isn't Disney had an outrage that one of their characters are being used like this? There's something creepy going on with this. And then you sent me that video, and that blew my mind. Uh, Ryan sent me a video where basically this guy believes that a lot of these videos, this this clip art stuff, is AI made. Yeah, because it's really poorly animated. So it seems that it's like an algorithm that's just being put together by doesn't seem to have real human qualities behind it. So they're just picking up on what the trends are, and now they're producing these. Based on uh, uh, hashtags and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it does an a, um, a, a algorithm, and it figures out, and that's how it names its videos, and that's how it puts together the video. But what it does is, is these videos start getting put out by these AI guys, the AI computers, and then real people start mimicking them because they see all the views they get, and they want those views. And that so what do you think, like, YouTube and Google have become, like, self-aware somehow, and it's creating this content as some sort of way of trying to communicate? Uh, I, is that what we're talking about? Not so much communicate, but it's just... it's Influence? Like, it's like, this is what you want, well, here you go. And since they don't have... Those Google AIs don't have ethics built into them or morality, they just It's just use, strictly data, yeah. Wouldn't it yeah. try and commu communicate first? Have you seen something before it just tried to make us the kids fuck each other? Well, if if El, here's what it is, right? Elsa is was so big. That's what this video says. It's so big. Frozen. And so is Spider-Man. Frozen, so Frozen yeah. Spider-Man, so big. And then there's other little things that get really big too. Um like uh you know, like uh this famous thing about uh this knife, a thousand degree knife cutting through stuff right that was the that was yeah. the example of this guy used you know and i uh, do you, can you find the video so we can give this guy credit so we're not just jacking his mm -hmm. info but um so it would find this algorithms and he brought up really good like how the video is still putting out gundam style stuff there's gundam style veal even though that song hasn't been big in five years but it's still the hashtag got so big that the computer it's is, still up there in the rankings yeah 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 and it's, I mean, that blew my mind because what you see now is AI starting to learn our behavior because they always say eventually we won't need humans for any entertainment. I go, well, they'll never be able to be comedians. And then, because <laughs> I'm a elitist fuck like that. And, but then I'm like, oh, if it's just studying fucking data, it could exactly. possibly at some yeah. point write a fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my wife is so dumb. I hate her. Guys, what's it's up with women? You know, I mean, like... Yeah, it's an experiment. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, Rhino, I did want to ask you, though, before we before we run out of time and stuff, is uh, what was your, like, entrance into this whole world, and what was your sort of red pill moment that you... Have you always been interested in conspiracies, and then how did that lead to your the podcast, and is there any of those that, that you feel like have that, that have changed in your mind or that you've grown to... Um, to think about a little bit more than others. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess for me, it was 9-11. I was watching that shit live. I was, I was watching it with a bunch of super stoner metalhead guys, and we had the music down, and we were playing uh, God Hates Us All, which just dropped by Slayer. And I was like, this is the beginning of the end. And from that, I just went down the rabbit hole of just constantly YouTubing things and I would always just, I was always on the CIA website and I was like, well, this seems like the good place to start. And I still go there from time to time. Like, well, they already know I'm looking. Um, <laughs> I like to, 
it's a mix between I like stuff that's based in fact and history, anything that seems that there's some sort of historical base to it, because it seems that this has been going on for a long time, the power structures trying to keep the blindfold. And then eventually I watched that famous YouTube, I mean, the, the video with Alex Jones where he snuck into Bohemian Grove and I was hooked. And say what you will about Alex Jones, he definitely is a kook. I feel like he's become Larry the Cable Guy. Like, Larry the Cable Guy was just, like, a, a character that he did. And I, he was like, well, this sells, so I'm going to be this guy. There's a discussion about that, about how artists become these characters. Like, uh, Joe Rogan brought up uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Like, his pers- he this character he created became his persona. Yeah. He, he is Andrew Dice Clay now. Then I started talking to Sam one day, and we talked for hours and hours, and I, I was telling him, man, you got to get this guy Greg Carlwood on. I've been listening to him for years. And it just, everything came together. Talk about synchronicity. And now here, Sam believed in me. I believe in him. And we're just pushing this forward. We, people are interested in it. They know that we're not so opinionated and solidified in our ideas that we're willing to question everything, you know, and believe basically nothing, but still. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I think that that's what, that's what makes you guys really good is you guys have that, that sort of comedic community in LA and stuff. And you guys are approaching this and you don't care about like what people are thinking or, or crossing any lines. You're just openly talking about this stuff. And I think that's really needed. I mean, I think that it's important to what you guys are doing. And I think it's coming across non-dogmatic yeah. and open-minded and you're still touching on all these things. I think it's fantastic. What about you, Sam? How did you, uh, like sort of what was your red pill moment i don't think i've heard that that story yet my uh my father at a very young age uh taught me uh basically question everything he said and he said to me and i never left my head he goes don't believe anything you hear and don't believe half of what you see so i've always <laughs> had that you know my dad was incredibly paranoid and he passed it on to me and you know through recovery i've learned to keep that in check you know but I do apply that to television. I, I apply that to news and, and anything going on. So I, I've always had a healthy skepticism, you know, especially, I mean, when you learn about JFK, uh, I, I feel like that is a great, great jumping off point. You're like, okay, something bigger happened here. Most likely our government uh, assassinated our president. And uh, yeah, and they covered it up. And it's very yeah, interesting. And- that they named it conspiracy theories. Anybody who questioned that narrative, and it just it just kind of blew me away. And that's I've yeah, been going then, there since. Yeah, and then from there, as all the, all the wars were started based on fucking conspiracies. I mean, it goes on and on, right? Everything, you know, all the trouble, half the troubles that we're in right now are caused from some you know made up bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you just really go think of a world where 9-11 didn't happen, uh, uh, Sandy Hook, uh, Vegas. All Gulf this stuff. Yeah, imagine a world like that. What would we live in? There's a famous saying, uh, you should not send a man to war who does not know how to weep. And I think that's mm. where it all strives from is we're sending these, all of our countries, we're sending these guys to do a dirty job. And when they come back, we expect them just to be normal people again. When Yeah, oh, and that's what we had our last episode that we just put out yesterday with Zach Leary, you know. He's working with maps, and they're they're working on uh, legalizing basically uh, psychedelics for uh, dealing with mental trauma. And I think that's a huge, huge 
thing that's booming. But it's like, yeah, you're sending these guys into war. And then when you start thinking about what our wars are about, they're banker wars. And people don't want to come to grips with that. I mean, like, where is the terrorism from Venezuela? Where is it? Yeah. Where is it from North Korea? You keep telling me that this guy's uh he's gonna I mean I mean six months ago we were laughing because his his missiles were exploding on the runway. Now all of a sudden this guy can somehow lob a fucking bomb all this way, man? Or is it that he's sitting on a trillion dollars worth of basically minerals, okay? And uh and he's stealing like Exxon's oil to fucking for his country. So like oh, yeah. It's not part of the same Yep, centralized it banks. Doesn't have a centralized bank. You know? It's like, come on, man. Do some research. And that's the whole thing. People think we, most of us, not all of us, but most of us conspiracy theorists just throw up, just regurgitate emotional information. When most of us have done hours and hours of research, not just watch a YouTube video and ran out and like, looked at the information you got, cross-examined that with what is actually out there. You know, that's how I knew that, that Pedalgate was real. When I just started watching all these videos, and then I actually looked up what they were talking about. And they were 100% accurate. And it's like, holy shit, man. There's a lot of stuff that would have... I mean, Hillary Clinton has to be the most unlucky person in the fucking world to be hanging out with so many pedophiles. <laughs> Like, I mean, the most unlucky person to have that many convicted pedophiles around her. I mean, yeah. like, listen, man, my, I grew up, the, uh, my parents had a friend named Larry Watts who got convicted. That's the only person in my life in 45 years I've met. Uh, you hang around Hillary Clinton, you can throw a cat, you'll hit a fucking someone who fucks kids. It's just unfucking believable Yep. Yep. And, and never mind all the people that have suicide themselves around there yeah. it, you the know numbers like 47 and out of those numbers 12 of them are bodyguards all under the age of 45 yeah that's just fucking there's so many coincidences you can't just slough it off it's unbelievable that's it's 12, out there that 12th bodyguard was like what happened to the other 11 guys they're like ah uh, they just you know they just quit they're all work they're managing hot topics right now <laughs> yeah um yeah dude i think that's a big thing i think the clintons you are now seeing an abandonment of the Clintons. Yep. Uh, well, it's going to take a while, right? Like, how do you go into that and diffuse that situation? Like, if, even if, what if, what if it is all you, you are draining the swamp? Maybe you are, and you want to go in there, and you got all these people, and you're like, holy fuck! And there's all these, and if you believe the Q and all that, then the NSA's on board, and the military's on board, and you go in, and you're like, okay, holy fuck! Look at all, all these motherfuckers are dirty. It's unbelievable. Oh, it is, man, yeah. and it's done on that. So, so how think... do you? But but how do you? You can't go arrest Clinton and fucking. Yeah, but you should. All these That's people. The whole yeah, thing. but if you do, you're gonna have fucking world war. You're gonna have, uh, sorry, not world war, a civil war. You're gonna have literal civil war in your streets. So they've got to slowly, like, even if you want to do it, you've got to do it. Real so that's slowly why that's... and tenderly, and I think the Saudi thing could even be if if that's what's happening, the Saudi thing would be attached to it because that's, that's a, a big huge part. They say revenue I've... source. Okay, so yep. that's gone now. Okay, we got the money, and we haven't freaked out the Amer- you know, the left yet, for lack of a better term. I'm We've not de- saying left for left, but you know, if that's the case, like if you go arrest the Clintons and Obama and whoever the fuck else, say if they're all dirty and they all get arrested right now, I mean, you're gonna have literal civil war the next day 
Well, well, I mean, it's happening because everyone they've painted Trump, the media and the CIA or whoever's doing it, have painted Trump as such an authoritarian figure now that it will be like, holy fuck, they were right. He is Hitler. He's arresting all these fucking political people, all these political opponents, political yeah. arrests, and you're going to have civil war. So, I mean, it could take if you wanted to do it, you'd have to do it real delicately if you didn't want, you know, impeachment on the easy side and literal fucking war in the streets on the other side. It's crazy. Because the old Civil War had a dividing line of North and South. The yeah. new one's going to be like... Ideology. Yeah. yeah. I believe like, in peace. That's fucked up. I think we should try to do everything peaceful in our own lives, but, I mean, our country... I mean, Jefferson said it, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It's the natural manure. Yeah, that's why I believe in so, your right to bear guns. And listen, man... I believe these sex acts, these the all this sexual harassment shit is leading up to that. They're either oh, trying to get was... you fucking. They're trying to either get you desensitized to it, or they're getting ready you ready for it. So when yeah, the big name goes with yeah, yeah. It, your head doesn't explode. What can you do? Hey, since you guys did talk about Trump there, I want to tell your guys, listeners and ours, there's a podcast called The Dollop, and they did a two-part episode, so it's like three hours long, and it's about the history of Donald Trump, starting with his father, moving on right up into him, not even being elected. And it is historical-based, and it will blow your fucking mind, because there's no thing you can deny. This is all from facts and, like, records. And I'm on it. Yeah. Aaron. Oh, Aaron so, is on it. He's seeing other podcasts. You cheater. Yeah, Aaron got he. I get to hear his soul get broken when you got to listen to it live. So the dollop <laughs> and it's the Trump episode. It's episode three hundred. Definitely check it out. It'll uh, a little bit of well, what are, die what, inside. What are some of the things that what are the things surprised you in about? there? Yeah, uh, that he's full on has a lot of like sexual harassment and full-on like he has literally grabbed pussies since 1980s and he's never like ever had a drink in his life he had a brother that like basically died of alcoholism and never tried to help him uh, his father was just a piece of shit it just it's he comes from a long line of just like shit bags and now that's our president in chief so it, it, it disheartens me to realize like that we can't have this fucker for another eight, for eight years. This has got to be his one term and well, move on. You know. Well, I agree with it, and I, I, you know, people want. That's what I'm saying about like politicizing, you know, pedophilia and sexual assault, dude. You know, when you're calling out the Clintons, you're not saying that Trump's a good guy. That's at least not what I'm saying. No, they're all friends with Epstein's, both of them, both of them. So I mean, yeah. like, they both got fucking blood on their hands. But but it's the it's the reaction from one side when their side gets cued to something that I think is the real problem in this country. That that's why I don't want to join groups anymore because yeah. I am forced to defend actions of people I don't personally know will probably never meet had no influence on their decision making. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a fine line between sex and violence. I know in our brain that's why we like love like action movies that have some sex scene then they're just like fighting and fucking and it's been a theme that whenever there's some sort of mass shooting some violent act terrorism on our our land now immediately is something super hypersexual put out into the media so the last little thing we had was you know the louis ck the whole creepers in hollywood more and more 
I don't want it to happen. Yeah, that but... ain't dying down, eh? So the I wonder only... how many people are like, oh my God, when is it going to be me? Well, it... I don't want it to happen, but I would not be surprised. Ryan literally asked me if I had anything I had to worry about yesterday. I go, I, I, that's I, what Darren's been asking me. You got anything like, to worry no, about? I'm... I go, no, dude, I'm a gentleman. I'm a scumbag, but I'm a gentleman. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering if Grant wanted to get out. And no, everybody I've tied up wanted to be tied up there. And that's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys really are like us. The uh, the normal one is kind of kinky, and the weird one's kind of kind of normal. Is that what it is? Creeper gonna creep home, boy. <laughs> so, what was I gonna say about that? The uh, the the oh, the what was I gonna say? Go ahead. The desensi- desensitizing. When are we going to get oh, you guys the violence, down? the political violence. I mean, that's that's what's really surprising me lately is there's no, you know, call down from the top of left or right on this, you know, you punch doing? a Nazi yeah. political violence bullshit. Like, to me, there's no excuse for that violence. Like, in self-defense is one thing, but, I mean, what do you guys think about this, you know, uh, just this I, propagation of violence? I think uh, so much of this stuff is uh, made up by the media. Uh, I yep. think this notion, uh, you remember at one point, Fucking Nazis were everywhere. If you if you lift your bed pillow, there's a Nazi just waiting right there to bring fascism. So I uh, 100% think a lot of this stuff is fake, uh, false flag stuff. I mean, look yep. at the look at the the Vegas shooting. As soon that story got away from them from the fucking jump, and they tried to use all the old things they do, FBI, and everyone's like, even my girlfriend who hates conspiracies, like something happened there, right? So then the Texas shooting happened. And then that, that, the, where'd that story go? Where's that story? Gone. It's funny when that Texas shooting happened, I was uh, right next to, I was, I was working on this, uh, this project and I was right next to this black guy and we, we, I was like, did you see what happened today? And he's like, yeah, that sucks. And neither of us knew, I was like, do you think it's a white guy? He's like, yeah, it's a shooter. For sure it's a white guy. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, but it's in a Baptist church. And he's like, ooh, it could be a black guy. And then we looked at the name and it said Devin. And then we were like, oh, fuck, this could go either way right here. And then I was like, it's probably a white guy, though. You know, I mean, we do do killing a lot better, you know. And then when he was like, he, we had this whole race thing. We were like, Whew, it's not me. And then finally I was like, yeah, it's fucking my people. I'm sorry, man. Well, you know, man, the thing about all these shootings is like, hey, do you guys remember when uh, cops are getting killed at a ginormous clip? And that that just all went away, just suddenly stopped. And the shooters were all had the same characteristics. Former military black guys who conveniently were killed. Uh, where is the pictures of the, the Texas shooter in the car dead? Where are those pictures? Has anyone seen him? This fucking NRA superhero that, that just was able to clip this guy as he was running off from a far away, clipped him dead? Where are the pictures? Wouldn't you put out that the guy is dead? It's just like they can't pull it off anymore. They just throw this out to get people nervous, and what they've done is desensitize to us. And I don't know, maybe that was their plan too. I don't know. It's crazy. Do, th- do you think do you think more people are falling into that trap or are more people waking up? Because I flip flop back and forth and I I feel like more I can talk to more and more people about this stuff in day to day life, but there still seems to be a really large percentage of the population, especially in the States, that are just They just want to desensitize the mass shooting so that they can just when people are fucking around, they can just walk in places and gun the place down. No, but well, they, they, they don't want to believe in that there's there's uh, dark forces at work here. They want to believe what 
Don Lemon is telling you on CNN. Exactly. That's that guy's what I'm getting a at. dumpster fire of a human being. We have a lot of listeners scattered across the entire nation, and there's people waking up, you know, in all parts of the world. But I can only say what I know personally. There is a large percentage of Americans where it is the movie Napoleon Dynamite. It's there is a large percentage of just Napoleons and Uncle Ricos that would rather just get up, Ooh. go to work, watch The Voice, go to sleep, repeat. They Aaron don't, just they don't shook give a his fuck. head. I've been to Idaho oh, not too recently, and Idaho, there's people waking up, but there's people that are going deeper into sleep. So yeah, that's, that's the yeah. civil war that's happening. It's like a cerebral yeah. civil war. Aaron, so. thoughts? Nothing. It's something happened on my computer. Okay. All right. So no, Idaho is my on. other direction as a backup part. Oh, Idaho's beautiful, <laughs> though, man. Let me tell you. I, I was like, I could move here. I could move to Stanley, like, any day now. I can't tell if you're wearing a bathrobe, just got out of the shower, uh, or you're freezing cold. He's I the can't. dude. He's the dude. Are you a pimp? It's Canadian pimp? It's my robe. I love it's my it. my robe, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. So when are we going to get you guys so down here? So here's a question. So we were talking about about how how crazy it's gotten mm-hmm. with the media and the psyops and everything else. So when do you guys think that started to turn? What do you mean? One more time. Sorry. What do you mean? When did you guys start to notice that shit was getting fucked up? Like when, like Graham was just talking about how they can't keep up anymore. It's just out of control. And like, you can't trust the news anymore. And you got this fucked up shit going on on YouTube that you guys are starting about. Like when, when did that all start? Gulf war. Like when was the last time it was fucking half, half normal? I think this, uh, this most recent election. 2012. Oh, maybe. Mine was nine 11. I, I, when they, when we, when, when MSNBC and CNN all just started pounding the fucking the the, the, the drums yeah. of war and we never questioned anything and it was so obvious there was lying going on yeah and i watch what what i really love to do is and you guys can do this when you talk to people who don't believe in conspiracies how quickly they use another conspiracy to shoot down your conspiracy and a great example <laughs> is this is like i was taking meetings right after 9 11 when they were thinking about going into iraq and this guy I met with, he decided to get political in this meeting. And he goes, yeah, well, we got to go in. They got uh, weapons of mass destruction. I go, they haven't found any yet. He goes, see, what happens here is, what, what, what I've been told is they have underground railroads. And that's how they're moving the nuclear weapons around. And I'm like, holy shit, he just made up a conspiracy to fight off a thing, a narrative he doesn't want to believe in. So he literally made something up. And that's what you see a lot. You see a lot of this where people will make up a conspiracy to defeat a conspiracy. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, that's right. It's funny. Ground says 2012 because the reason I, I brought it up because someone had posted in the chats that 2012 is when that that Smith months or whatever act was repealed and became okay to, exactly. to start running fucking that was propaganda. In 2012? Yeah, huh. it was 2012. Yeah, Holy that's when it became shit. okay to start that... running propaganda on home soil. Yeah. That's like before then, you couldn't even broadcast fucking Voice America, Voice of America inside American borders because it's considered propaganda. But now, ever since 2012, propaganda or whatever you you know, it's all open game on the home front. It is have unbelievable. You, have you guys heard about that Smith Month Act? No. no, but I know some with Obama where I didn't know the name of it, but I know he passed the legislation that said it's okay for the government to use uh, to spread propaganda. Can you believe that? It was creepy after 9-11. I remember having thoughts of, I'd see everyone with their American flags, like double American flags in their car, and I get it. Um, 
it was a tragedy, but I was like, this isn't right. Like, is this what was like, you know, before we went to war, like any other time? Like, why why can't we have a, a, an Earth flag? Let's well, be humans first. Nationalism, we're people, and in, in, in it's only in America where people get mad at nationalism. I don't know another country where they don't celebrate their country. It's just America yeah. because what happened is that in this country, the media has made it so that white people can't celebrate being white. Well, America is the last bastion of hope. I mean, as civilization goes, literally where we're standing, maybe Hawaii, it's the last place that was civilized. We've crossed the, went across from the East Coast and went Wild West mode and it's been nothing but violence all throughout history. We left Europe because it was fucked up and we we're getting persecuted for religion and whatnot. We were supposed to come here and not be about the same thing we came from. And we became Yeah, but it, dude, where is it? But we yeah, put a president besides a king. And then now instead of a parliament, we have a Congress. And But that's we, just a different name. America for it. it's needs a Whopper, a, it's a Big Mac. It's a fucking No, but it was supposed to be free, right? Where you yeah. have to you're supposed to have all these inherent freedoms and you know and then it seemed like it just it seemed like it was like the ideal situation except it was used as an experiment almost you know for the for the globalists and the bank of england really They're it like, seems to me my, like um, america just turned into an experiment it's i think it's a long game done by some fucking bisexual reptilians <laughs> and the long game is that they use the united states they created this thing they grew the middle class and they threw all this money into the military because nowhere else was going to be big enough to create a military that would fucking be able to patrol the whole entire world. And That's now that they've I mean. got that, now they're starting to pull back all the liberties and pull back this and control the fucking, the, the whole thing. I, I don't think nationalism is necessarily bad. I don't think there's anything wrong with cheering on you the United States, USA, because everybody does it. Uh, but the problem is it's so closely, it's been so closely connected with, uh, you know, uh, white supremacy in this country because you can't say I'm a white guy. I'm proud to be white. People flip out on that. <laughs> but if you say I'm proud to be American, you can get away with that. But that, the only people saying I'm proud to be American are white people because you can say I'm proud to be black. You can claim your crew, you know. no, In America, you white people can't claim their crew. Mm -hmm. They get caught. I mean, like, agree, Ryan? oh, Ryan's rolling his eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, show me one other country where they they can't say I'm proud to be that because in Canada, Canada. or England, come on, you oh, guys love being Canadians. Oh, being Canadian, I thought you were saying white. I was no. gonna say you can't go around saying you're proud to be white in Canada. No, either. but you can say you're proud to be Canadian. Oh yeah. Like yeah. in America, that's a that's a that's a ridiculous rule because it's so associated because they've broken us down the powers that be into groups to fight with each other. Because I believe as yeah. race as a construct to divide us. Yeah. And what we the reason racism exists is because there's race. So we we need to start fucking and make ourselves just nice and beige, like look like Bruno Mars in like two hundred years. You can dance, sing, and dunk. You know, like you're falling into the trap. You know what's funny. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love redheads. I love redhead girls that are freckly and green-eyed and shit. But besides that, well, I love... They're going to be gone, bro. I, I know. They'll I, be I, gone from the face of the earth. Are you willing to give that up? Yeah, I I want... I, I like brown people. I, fucking, I want the second coming of funk. When everyone so, but when they so that's their fine hair if out. you have the beige race in a couple hundred years. But don't you want some, cult, some culture as well? Don't you want to be able to retain some 
culture from you know a thousand years ago or five hundred five hundred years ago? Culture, you, white supremacist girl. No, what, so what are you talking about? Look at like, like the, like the, I don't know, the, the East Indians in the community, or the Chinese, or the Italians, or whoever. Like they've all got their own culture. Like does it have to be one, you know, mishmash in two hundred years? Well, when I hear the word culture, all I can think of is Terrence McKenna. Culture is not your friend. You know what I mean? It's the whole concept that these traditions are designed to just rule us. Then we need to break everything. We need to throw everything away. Throw away political systems. Throw away as human fuck groups, man. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but then then you're throwing away fucking shamanism. Mm. You're throwing away. You're throwing a, a lot. You're throwing a lot of baby out with that bathwater. See, right. shamanism is be like pre-society. Once we built up walls, back like back in the day when we were tribalistic and in small numbers, which it only works really like at 130 or something like that. Everybody fucked everybody, and everybody treated their kids like they were they they were your kids. Nobody fucked you. Wouldn't fuck your own kid unless you were fucked up, you know. So guys would take care of all the kids. We'd live in harmony. This is that. Uh, in between the two ice ages, when we were in that goddess era, when the earth was nice and warm and there was just the right amount of temperature and we weren't in war for each other because the supplies were going down, but we built up walls. We began to do agriculture. We had more food than we needed. So then we built up walls and silos. Then we built up houses. And now we built up walls in our minds that we need to break down. And that's where the idea of spirituality and psychedelics and just break dissolving the walls between yourself, between your neighbors, and just being open and honest and like willing to be free. Like if we gotta be free, that means everything that came before this, just we just burn it. We need we I need mean, to, that's like the well, I think you can still have cultures though. I mean I think that's a lot to give up. I mean that means I mean, in my in point, my interpretation point, of it, right? all of a sudden you're giving up like music sound. You know, all the different styles of music from around the world, or all the different no. writing styles. Or, no, I, I like. I mean, no. what about even languages? Or, 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 is, even languages are in a way part of cultures. Well, I got in a big fight on Facebook today. Uh, not today, like a couple, uh, like last week. I got in a fight over. I I said that I don't think anyone should say the N word. Uh, I go, I don't know why black people want to say it so much. It's an ugly word. Why do you want to say it? It's drenched in. It's like it's like white people, Southerners saying that the uh, Confederate flag is cultural. That's what black people are saying about the N word. And people went nuts. People went nuts. Black people went nuts on me. And they, they, they don't really have a real reason other than they want to. And that stuff is just used to divide us. It's just used to divide us. I go, and they always want to have every, you know, the whole thing is cultural appropriation is this stupid ass buzzword that people use. And they're like, hey, dude, it's a melting pot. We're supposed to melt together. We're supposed to all be able to take the best of all of our cultures to make it into one yeah, fucking exactly. culture. I agree 100%. You should, I, cultural appropriation should be more of a, a should be looked, should be looked should be upon as more of a compliment and like, it is, and it's like because you don't want. I people... mean, it's different if you're if you're doing it in jest or in satire. That's different. But if you're doing it, you know, because you want to wear fucking moccasins, I have no problem with white people wearing moccasins. You know, that's fucking that's part of the fucking Indian culture that's made it out into the world that is 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 kind of mainstream. Or you know, there's different parts, and I I don't have a problem with that. And I think some that's people good. do. 
Well, yeah. Actually, you know what's funny is fucking my wife had an incident with the native in fucking Bragg Creek because my daughters are wearing moccasins. That's wow. fucking and crazy. My daughter, and my daughters are fucking a quarter native, or quarter, or well, a little more than a quarter native. Yeah, are like two percent native, right? So it's not that crazy. That. So there's the no judgment, over, right? I'm over half. Well, what it is, dude. Here's the situation: it's like any any golden rule is golden until stupid people get a hold of it, and then they fucking ruin everything. You know, they ruin fucking everything. So. What happens is with political correctness, and I talked about this on this last podcast, was that, uh, you know, political correctness is uh, the civil rights retarded, meth-addicted, crackhead cousin, okay? Because you took something that was very pure, and now you've completely ruined it. And the problem is that when you hear somebody complaining about political correctness, we're assuming a couple things. One, they're coming from a, a place of honesty. And there's integrity, and they're doing it because they love, which isn't always true. Some of them are just doing it for attention and to be able to get more publicity, to sell more books, to get a blue check by their name and all this other shit. And the other thing that we're doing is we assume that everybody complaining has a doctrine in human behavior. Meaning that they know exactly, they've studied it over years, they've got it certified, that they know how human beings interact. And that is not fucking true. You have people just popping off at the mouth, just fucking bitching moaning they think and i hear you know in that n-word i heard it a lot i'm black and you don't know fucking racism and how blah 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 i go dude i've been on this planet 45 years man i've been influenced by everybody i grew up on fucking black culture don't tell me i don't know anything i've been pulled over 17 times by the lapd i went to jail for buying drugs for one night okay i've had I, I i had a case i couldn't afford a lawyer I couldn't afford it, man. I only got this big lawyer because I do this charity work. So don't tell me I haven't fucking felt when the cops fucking are grinding you. You know, I get that there's a certain thing about black people, but when you sit there and say you isolate yourself and think that you are in a fucking echo chamber and outside influences can't tell you what to do, that is the problem. Because we all influence each other. You're not special, man. You gotta blend in, dude. And that's why we should all just fuck. And look Filipino, dog. <laughs> no, but that's it's the it's yeah, a, me is fault. This is it. when you get into the conspiracy of this, it is fucking Soros and his eighteen billion dollars going into all these organizations and fucking creating all this stuff. Yes. There's all these media organizations and all this stuff that who knows what's real because I don't believe this is our true nature and our culture. I think we're fucking engineered and we're we're being influenced unduly by well, and not only that i mean canada in canada we're a lot farther down the road than you guys are in a lot of ways i think and i think like down the bat the, like yeah the, yeah like when you drive across yeah. canada from one side to the other i think you're starting to see what the effects of no culture is and that's like every fucking town you pull into for gas you got mcdonald's to you know the same fucking 12 restaurants and the same staples for office office supplies and there's a walmart there there's a Home Depot. For we have like ten corporations. Yeah, there's in ten Canada. corporations, and the, and every fucking strip mall I go to between oh, here and my hometown, fucking... it's the same thing. And to me, the Ma and Pa is, is the metaphor for the culture. And now it's just the same fucking box stores. 
in every town. And like I can't get a coffee that's not Starbucks or fucking Tim Hortons. And you were even looking into, well, I mean, there's a bunch of other coffee stores there's as well, but there's no mom. There's like the Good Earth and all these other ones, but there's no mom. Like, yeah, those aren't necessarily no one mom pot. There's no one of You have to buy a franchise if you're going to get yeah. it anywhere. Like, you were talking about that new strip mall that well, opened new, up here. The, and the you still get... here. If it's not an established franchise, you, you, you can't, can't even get in the mall. If you don't have, if it's not a franchise, we won't even look at you. Yeah. While malls are getting picky, those are like fat chicks. Trying to go, ah, uh, none of the dick here is good enough No, these for me. are like the outdoor outdoor malls, right? Where the theater is and all that shit. So it's not an actual in the mall. It's not even malls. in the mall. It's, it's more of like a shopping area. Yeah. yeah. Well, that just proves that. in Canada, that... those all fucking look the same now. Every fucking one of them. From yeah. here to Toronto. Yeah. You Wait. get down into southern Ontario, there's a few more, but that's just because there's so many more people. Lower your expectations. That's the whole thing. That's all art has been lately. Corporate art is lower the expectations to the point of it's just bearable, so people will still buy it. And what I've what we're seeing now is a complete rejection of that. Nobody's watching Hollywood stuff. Nobody's fucking going, you know, buying this crap that they're pumping out the corporations and all this shit. There's a pushback to that, and I I think cultural appropriation is a, a fucking uh, a really dangerous thing to be pushing on people right now. And I I think we need to. And it's what Dave Chappelle says in his. He just bought a new hour. One thing he, he was saying about that is that as comedians, and you apply this to podcasters, we have to fight back. We have to fight and back I, against against these fucking political correct zombies that are out there. Yeah, free speech, cultural appropriation, and political correctness. I think they all fall in the same category. 100%. It's a slippery slope. And it, a lot of it, a lot of it flies because white people and are fucking spineless. In particular, white women who in America dictate all culture because they buy everything. They are the number one. There's more white women in America and they have more disposable income than any other population, any other demographic in the United States. It's white women. And that's why they had to invent fucking pay gap. Okay, because they had to get white women who have are more privileged than anybody else. Not saying that their lives are perfect. But they have more, and if you're a white woman who listens to this podcast, I'm not saying anything personally about you. I'm not saying that you don't have a, a, a easy life or you had, don't have trouble in your life, okay? But the, pay, podcast. The, <laughs> the, pay, the pay gap is fucking made up. That's to get white women to join the fucking cultural marches against uh, the establishment. Because if they pissed off white women, no one would watch their news. And they wouldn't buy the products of people who advertise on the news. So they had to bring them in to the thing. So now they have marches every two weeks. There's another female march every two fucking weeks. And it's just like, you know, that's why they had to bring them in. It's it's just. Yeah, that's like one stop pulled out of any. There's everything else is left. Uh, you know, they leave all the little explanations. I, I don't want to go too far down. But it's <laughs> it's completely <laughs> emotional. It's completely <laughs> emotional. It's an emotional right. argument. That they co-signed on, you know, because we all do. We all want to believe that our life isn't where we want because uh, they don't like white guys or whatever it is, you know. But we've allowed women to completely hide. Here's the thing about and about social justice warriorship. I'm in recovery. Social justice warrior movement goes against everything I've ever learned in recovery. Everything that helped me change my life around, which was. Most likely where you are in your life is directly related to the decisions you have made mm-hmm. yep. and the actions you have taken. Stop yep. telling other people how to worry about your life. 
Start worrying about your own shit. Take care of your own shit. Yeah. Okay? Accountability. And stop thinking that everybody's out to get you. Because when you really take a look at it, nobody gives a fuck about you. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Everybody else is white knuckling their shit. They're white knuckling. Try, and if they fucked you, they're probably doing to a lot of people. And the blessing of that is that karma, it all comes out in the wash. Not everything. Not it, Nothing's instantaneous. Sometimes it takes time. But I've learned over time, if you treat people like shit, it comes out. You're right. It's the exact opposite of being a victim. It's the opposite. Don't be a victim. Take yeah. accountability. Take responsibility for your life and, and your actions and all that. I, I totally agree with you. And there's just people on Twitter. I see female comics who are ethnic people, and they tweet like every morning they wake up in chains and they have to fucking find the Underground Railroad to escape to a fucking open mic to do stand-up. They just act like they wake up every day with these people trying to oppress them all the fucking time. And it's just like, that's not the world, man. Most people are just trying to white-knuckle it and get through. Nobody's trying to hold you back. Maybe if you took a couple moments of bitching about how hard your life is by the white guy holding you back and you worked on shit, you might be a little farther down the line. Yeah, there's the metaphysical part of it for sure. It's like the law of attraction. The more you feel oppressed, the more you're going to be oppressed. Yeah. You make it up in your head. The more you think everybody's out to get you, the more the boogeyman's out to get you. If you just realize nobody cares... And it's, sometimes it's just out of your hands. And sometimes your best that day wasn't good enough. That doesn't mean you're not good enough. It's just, you know, it's just my opinion. When, I you, just... when you turn on the TV or you turn on your feed, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, those things are designed to emotionally make you feel fearful or angry that you're missing out in life or that you haven't succeeded enough as this person. And fear and anger is a coal that only burns you as long as you hold it. So you have to let go. And that's where it begins. You realize there is no us and there is no them. It's only we. And it's mainly poor against rich. It is. Nobody wants real life. This poor is the French rich. Revolution that's happening right now across the world. Like most Americans, you guys, we're all fucking poor. Even if you're a millionaire, you're fucking poor. It's trillion, to- trillionaires versus billionaires. And we're. No, it's trillions, trillionaires <laughs> getting billionaires. To fucking convince everybody else that the fucking, the middle class, that the fucking poor are the problem. Yeah. Like, we're we're all fucking poor. I'm poor, Sam's poor, you guys are poor. Aaron's not poor. He comes from a royalty of stuffed crust pizza. Yes. He's got. Dude, if I had a time machine, what would you do? A lot of people say Hitler. I go back and kill that original Rothschild. That guy who fucking came up with the idea to tell everybody in England that the British lost. That's where it all goes to shit. Go in and grab the baby and just smash just it against the rock. Just choke that baby just, fucking out. Just slip mushrooms in a, in his coffee or something like that. That's the best. You way know what, dude? Just go just, back like a couple hundred years and just fucking hey, dude. Douse the whole place just with psilocybin. That psilocybin, yeah, yeah. yeah. You dude, get, you instead just, of everyone, get everyone drinking fucking booze and shooting each other. Just get convinced them that psilocybin tea is better. And yeah. I think the world. I'm gonna go back, find a Rothschild. I'm gonna make him do shrooms for a year <laughs> straight. Poof. Years straight, dog. Just lying around in fields eating mushrooms. So, so what's your? I want to talk to you guys about your term there, spiritual skepticism, because I really like that. You know, you also talk about obviously conspiracy, but the the connotations that that has. So, tell me about how you came up with the spiritual skepticism and what that means. Ryan came up with that. that, I don't think I did. I think it. Well, you're the first one I heard say that. Hmm. And I uh, hear Sam say it all the time, but I like it. I think you were the first one to say it, though. But I, and then I just uh, culturally appropriated it, and um, but it's basically uh, we just we are spiritual beings. We 
uh, I am very much one world, one love, one uh, not one world, but we're all in this together. And I'm spiritual about it. And skepticism, dude. Yeah, because what when people hear that you're a conspiracy enthusiast or you're conspiracy theorist, they immediately like, oh, you're you're a tinfoil hat wearer. And yeah, it's like, oh, that's the name of the podcast. Yeah. actually. So we we're the to- NWA of cons- of <laughs> podcasting. I want people to open their uh, minds, but more importantly, I want you to open your heart. Like as cheesy as that shit sounds, the biggest the biggest distance of disconnection in this entire universe is between those two points: is your heart and your mind. Because really, at the end of the day. You know what the fuck is right. You know what the fuck I is agree. wrong. I agree. I it's, agree. It's not about anything else but just do right on your side and try not to try not to kill someone when you're in traffic, you know? <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. It's just it's healthy questioning of the of everything going on. I love it, man. We have a chat. We have what this perpetual chat room and, and there's a ton of love in there, man. There's guys like I love you guys. I love you, man. And like, it's sincere, right? But it's just like, fuck, showing a lot of love. It's awesome. It is, man. It is. And I, I, I can't, I'm sure I'm going to hear that I talk too much on this podcast. I tend to do that when I'm caffeinated. No. Well, you it's know? been a big honor because uh, when I first t- uh, told Sam, I was like, we got to get these guys on because that's what I've really noticed from listening to you guys over the years is that you guys have built a tribe that believes in you and like perpetuates you. And you guys like, it's built on love, you know, and, and most people think us fringe topic, occult topic, paranormal, that we're a bunch of crazy people that are just fucking filled with anger and fear and hate. But really, we're trying to, like, soften this hard ass world and trying to make sense of it. Just trying to make a difference in the community. I appreciate you guys. We're, uh, we're thinking you, globally, acting locally. Exactly. The the people I've met doing this, like you guys and people in our, in our chat room and listeners and guests, they're the most grounded people, man. They're the most real, real grounded, honest people. And it's a pleasure to, to be a part of this whole thing. It really is. Well, our tribe loves your tribe. And uh, I, w- I want to do this more. We had talked about doing some stuff up there with you guys. We're totally down with going up there and doing a show. You know, I've talked to uh, Eddie Bravo. Great Carlwood, they're totally interested. Unfortunately, the lion's been too shady in his life. And yeah, I'm a felon. I can't go to Canada. They won't ever. let you in, but... Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Can we fucking sneak him in or something? Well, maybe we have to drive down to Spokane or something. Yeah, maybe we got to Spok- fucking meet or something like Spok- that. Spokompton, yeah. Spokompton, let's do it. So, guys, uh, our time, unfortunately, in the studio is coming up. Um, so, we got a jam. I loved... I want to do this more with you guys. We've done some uh, some swap casts with some people, and they've had weird reactions to it. But when we do it with you guys and the Greg Carwood people and Duncan Trussell, people love it. And uh, so I would, anytime you guys ever want to do stuff like that, we're totally on board. Aaron loves it. The excitement he's had the whole show uh, has been beyond uh, as we come to an end. We always end it on everybody's favorite segment called Aaron Thoughts. About which part? Okay. This thing has gone so, so far around the world. Well, that's the podcast. And that was the love. A yeah. moment with Aaron. And that was thoughts with Aaron. That's you, thoughts Aaron's with assuming that the world is round. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. Drink from the fountain of knowledge, homeboy. Yeah, if you guys come down here, Darren, I'll have a, a care package with everything you can possibly want in there from oh, psychedelics. Oh, we'll load it up, dude. And then uh, Graham, me and you, will go do some yoga and 
I don't know. Go, go for a For hike. sure, man. Let's go do fucking it. shoot Let's some guns it. at the range. If too. you guys Boom. ever think about coming down here, let us know. We'll set up a night. Yeah, okay. We'll yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure something out for sure. Cool, man. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Okay. Thank Thanks, you for guys. having Take us care. on. See you, Aaron. You guys are the best. Bye, Ryan. See Bye, you guys, guys later. See you guys. Bye. Fun, man. That was great. Uh, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and that has been the show.